everyone. Welcome to another episode of Ed Talks. I'm Father Dominic. I'm Paul Maneric. And today we are uh, starting the Advent season. I don't know if you pay attention. Well, for those of you who watch the video portion of these, but there is a slight, there are two slight changes to the scenery. Yes. Because of the season we are now in. Very, yeah. Only the diehards will have picked up on this. <laughs> that have been Our regulars. With us on those first three episodes. Oh, then now we've come to the lucky fourth. We know who both of you are. <laughs> they're, they're us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe Whitney. Yeah. No. No. Ma- no. Not my okay. wife. No. <laughs> I, I had hope for you, Whitney. When you are watching this, I had hope. I was thinking Tony. Tony, definitely. Yeah. Tony. Tony yeah. yeah. Shout out, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> we have purple on the walls. And we and have some holly. Yes. With fake berries. That and spangly pine cones. Oh, because those are natural. Yeah. It's the natural glow of Advent. <laughs> I know it's more of a Christmas decor, as we could say your shirt would be. Uh, this is just big red. I don't know. I'm seeing like hipster Christmas. Oh, that's man. the read. I'm, that's the vibe, as the youths would say. I got it the at vibe Costco. I'm so that <laughs> na- eliminates all cool right there. It's the ultimate dad place the to Kirkland purchase. Kirkland special? It is. I think it might be a Kirkland. <laughs> I don't know. It's definitely from Costco. Nice. So, Paul, I guess let's answer the, the age-old question. Have you started listening to the Light FM like the day after Halloween to celebrate Christmas? No. No. God forbid. <laughs> no. I thought you were going to ask a different question. Oh, what I, was that? I don't know. I just You said it was the age-old question. I don't know. I was like, uh, Doesn't know. Christmas begin as soon as Halloween is over? Uh, I was actually going to say, is white chocolate chocolate? Oh, that's it's like his cereal soup. No, it's not like his cereal soup. No one. What? <laughs> that's another podcast, another day. <laughs> Maybe we talk about the the paradoxes of God. We can talk about a cereal soup. Fair enough. All right. So have I started listening to Christmas music? No, I have not. I, I try to uh, not listen to Christmas music until it's Christmas. Season. It's foisted on us, right? We, we Some level we don't have a choice. But I don't – I try to, to hold, hold until it's actually Christmas. Really? So you're, I try. you're diehard then. Yeah, my wife doesn't let me do that though. <laughs> so I'm I'm of the ilk that the day after Thanksgiving, now I know the difference between Christmas and Advent. And do we're you? gonna talk about that. Okay. All right. But I do let some things slide. The day after Thanksgiving so I grew up in a house we didn't do real Christmas trees. I know I'm whatever. My my father and I followed my father's footsteps. This is too lazy for that. Last episode, you're talking about how decaf coffee is real. <laughs> and now you're talking about fake Christmas trees. You are like, <laughs> man, the, f- oh, I thought no, you we're lifting you, that veil. You we're think lift- you know a guy. <laughs> so our tree up the day after Thanksgiving, actually it's a, it's, it's a tradition I still keep today for the most part, but I fond memories is the day after Thanksgiving, my dad and I, drag out all the decorations, put up the tree, decorate everything, and then at night we would have eggnog. Eggnog. <laughs> Father and, Dominic and gave me... watch A Christmas Carol. He gave me grief the other day because when we were making a list of things for some of these Advent celebrations, I said, non-alcoholic eggnog. And he just looked at me and said, you mean eggnog? Eggnog. And I said, well, but this, th- without the alcohol, that's eggnog. Yeah. 
there is eggnog, and then there is spiked eggnog. Anyway. Yeah, non-alcoholic eggnog is eggnog. Okay. That's like a non-alcoholic mimosa is orange juice. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thank you. Yes, I'm learning about eggnog. (laughs) Anyway, fond memory. But I do understand the difference between Advent and Christmas. Advent is the preparation for Christmas. But see, that's why I think as Catholics we have the best of both worlds because we can put up our decorations the day after Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is its own holiday. Let's respect the turkeys. Uh, And we get to celebrate Christmas. Well, we celebrate Advent with our Christmas decor without the baby Jesus in the manger because that's the only thing we wouldn't put in uh, all the way through Epiphany. So, like, most people, unfortunately, like, I remember even now, you'll see Christmas trees lying outside on the gutter December 27th, if not the 26th. It's like, okay, you poor people. Like, we're still celebrating through Epiphany. We just got started. Really, baptism of the Lord. Yep. Just January 9th this year. The Christmas season goes till January 9th. You can go old school and go to Candlemas. You can, February 2nd. Yes, you could. 40 days. So... Anyway, so let's let's focus more on Advent. I'm sure we're gonna have a Christmas episode, yeah. and then we'll really deck it out. We'll we'll deck our hall, <laughs> if you will. So Advent, uh, like you said, it, Advent means coming, right? It means Amen. coming. That's what it means, and because Christmas is coming, so it's this beautiful time. Like I, this is my soapbox now. I've got my microphone. I've got cameras. My wife's like, oh, here he goes. Uh, <laughs> Advent, I believe, is the season that this society, our 21st century American culture, needs more than any other season. A season of waiting. Mm. When I can pull out my phone and get instant everything, and if it takes more than two seconds, I'm like, oh, what's wrong with the internet here? You know, I think that we as a people, as a culture, need to remind ourselves that some things, in fact, maybe almost all of the best things, involve waiting for them amen i i absolutely agree with you there so i just i i love it and i think that and with kids and with anybody really what's not to love about lighting candles and fire is awesome right like the quiet of a fire the quiet of the advent wreath and that slow growth of light in anticipation so i'm a big believer in however you can hold off if it's the baby Jesus, the baby Jesus start there. But if you can, you can hold back a little bit more and just every year a little bit more and then at Christmas time, boom, then you celebrate. Then it's part. I think that that waiting, that anticipation is so missing from our society right now. And it's just instant gratification. I, I couldn't agree more. And I think that's also where like different Advent uh, traditions and practices can really come in and help us to to practice the more penitential aspect of the season. Now, Paul, yay or nay, true or false, is Advent a penitential season? I'm going to say true. It is true. Yes, that's why we wear purple during the season of Advent because it's it's penitential. We're meant to to do things and to practice uh, certain disciplines to help us in that waiting, to help us in the preparing to receive the light of the world, Jesus Christ, on Christmas morning. Uh, So we normally think penitential season. We think Lent. We think fasting, prayer, almsgiving. 
That's true, but we should also be doing those things in the Advent season as well to help us prepare. A common homily I heard as a kid growing up was the father would say, as you're like rushing to prepare your homes for all of the guests that you're going to be receiving, the dinners that you're going to be cooking, or even preparing to go out to other people's homes, you're baking all the cookies and you're making all the presents and you're decorating all the things like in all the time we put in for those preparations to see people that are very important to us, are we using Advent as the time to prepare our souls to receive Christ the high priest, Christ the king of the universe, Christ who's coming to save us from our sins? Are we preparing our, our innards as much as we're preparing our outards? I don't know if outards, outards. is a word. It's that. Okay. It, it is now. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think... As pastor, I get to create words. Neologist. You're a neologist. Um, a, yes, I sure. It means creator of new words. Oh, okay. I thought you another doctor to go visit. <laughs> so I, I, you almost think of Advent then as like a mini purgatory almost, right? Like yeah, you there, have yeah. this, it's like this prep, it's, it's almost as if here I mean, on earth, write that down. That's good. this is like our mini purgatory. We are preparing for the coming of Christ. We're preparing to receive him just like we would in purgatory to go to heaven before we come into the full beatific vision of God. We're looking him face to face. We're not ready when we die. Most of us, I'm not going to be ready. I hope maybe I will. I doubt it, but I'm going to need some time, right? To get, that you like, I love the great divorce by C.S. Lewis and that idea of like these flimsy spirits and walking on the realness of the grass hurts them until they build up their cows and they become these spirits become real and then they can run through the grass and run to the mountains of, of, of the Lord. It's such a cool metaphor that Lewis uses in the great divorce. Check it out, awesome book, audiobook for free in its entirety on YouTube. Um, good, yeah, it's like three a great Christmas book. Oh, it's great. So that's like this time, right? You've got this four weeks to start. Like you're saying, it's so easy and I get caught up in it. I'm sure we all do the the hustle and the bustle, but it's really like if you can set aside time to find some quiet, carve out some quiet, carve away those distractions so that you're preparing, so that your soul is oriented towards receiving God. I think that's 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 what we're looking at. That's what the church among, wants. Us. Among my suggestions I made in the in our bulletin that'll come out for the first Sunday of Advent, I make some suggestions on how you can practice this more penitential way of preparing and waiting to receive the Lord. I recommend that you do a media fast of all medias, all the digital media Except fast from it. for podcasts. Except rhyme <laughs> Fair with, enough. with Red well, if you're box. listening to this now, that's okay. <laughs> but do a media fast, and whether it's it's one whole day, let's say you decide on a Saturday you're going to set the phone aside all Saturday and just spend the day with the people in your life and look them in the face and love them and, and be in relationship with them. I don't know. That. <laughs> or... I thought you said penitential, not like suicidal. What is How de- Father, I'm going to do this. Or if it's not for a whole day, then definitely like 7 o'clock at night to 7 in the morning. Don't look at a screen. Uh, get an actual alarm clock from Target. They're not that expensive. <laughs> Use that as your alarm. 
and at 7 p.m., turn it off. You turn it back on at 7 a.m. Fast, not just social media. I mean, fast from the screens. No television, no computer, no phone. Just give your eyes and your brain a break. That's awesome. And that's one way of waiting, right? You don't have to know everyone's political opinions before going to bed or as soon as you wake up from sleep. So that's waiting to hear what all the nonsense is on social media. You're waiting for, you know, whatever show that you may like to watch on a particular evening. You know, it's, it's waiting. Right. And it's a, that is another point, right? Like in the world of binge watching, we don't even wait a week to get the next episode, right? We just, we don't even get off the, we don't even push a button. It just plays it for us. So that, and I, yeah, I was thinking about that last year is this idea that, yeah, you're right. I, I don't know because we did this when we did the Exodus 90 thing and fasting. Which that should be another uh, podcast. Is Exodus oh, yeah, 90. absolutely. Anyway. We'll talk about it. But uh, TBD. So when you're, when I, you know, you, you really carve away. And I was like, it doesn't matter. If I don't know what is going on in Washington, D.C., it won't change what's going on in Washington, D.C. In fact, I think your life's a bit better <laughs> not knowing Ooh. what's going on right. anywhere outside of your initial, like, circle of influence. Right. <laughs> and, you know, and that's not to say, like, you know, you, you should be a dis, an uninformed right, right, yeah. citizen. But it's there is a point that, like, you don't need we don't need to have that feed the beast of I need to know now everything as much as I can feed it. And, uh, yeah, that that would be a huge thing. Now, let me ask you this. So no screens. Do, are you going to write a letter that we can take to work to show our bosses? Well, that notice I said oh, like PM reli- to AM. Oh, darn it. No, yeah. No religious exemption from darn doing it. your job. Darn it. Especially okay. your boss. <laughs> Who's my boss? Yeah. <laughs> right here. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I love, so I think that's awesome. That's a great, that's great advice. I will try yeah. to try my best a little bit. I think it's an awesome thing. I, and the other thing is, like, to fast then, like, we wouldn't in Lent from, from food, right? To another, it's another way of dying to ourself, of waiting. Uh, whether you want to do, like, the Lenten deal of for the four weeks of Advent, I'm not going to eat any chocolate at all, which that's – if you're asking me, that's harder to do in Advent than it is in Lent. Yeah, chocolate's already out. Yeah, it's – I mean, those Belgian truffles from Aldi. Ooh, yeah, if you want to know what to get Father for Christmas, those Belgian truffles from Aldi, they come in a little red box. Yeah. Those are my favorite Christmas candy. All right, people. Period. Um, uh, but I don't – I really – I don't need it, please. <laughs> don't oh, get you, it for me. The red tin of Europe. I'm, I'm trying to go grow this way, not this way. <laughs> the red tin of European cookies from Costco. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, okay. love it. But to fast from those things, whether it's like the whole four weeks or just to say, you know what, once a week – on Wednesdays, I'm just going to have one meal. Yeah. And then just to fast in that way, to, again, to die to ourselves, to prepare ourselves to receive Christ. And then we feast at the feast uh, of Christmas. And that's a beautiful thing, right? Like, I love that. There's, I think there's a book that just came out. This woman wrote it. It's, I heard her speak on Relevant Radio. She's um, within, I don't know if she's from Franciscan University at Steubenville or she works with Scott Hahn, but she published it through his um, kind of publishing company. And I believe it's called Holy Feast, Holy Fast. And it is, or maybe Holy Fast, Holy Feast, regardless. Um, It's awesome. And she just talked about that idea of the church loves to remind us to fast. But whenever there's a fat, whenever the church asks us to fast, then she gives us a feast that's longer right like 25 days of preparation in advent 
is followed, if you take it till Candlemas, 40 days of feasting. of feasting. Lent is 40 days of fasting, followed by 50 days of feasting. So there's always that fast before a longer feast. And, of, and what's that? Again, preview of heaven, of right? Heaven. This is our... In this world, we're called to fast, to die to ourselves, so that we can feast with Christ forever in heaven. So, Now, I found last year's Advent to be the best Advent ever, Mm -hmm. mainly because we unfortunately couldn't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) There were no Christmas parties. There were no office parties. And that's not to say Christmas parties and office parties aren't good, but if you can make them in the Christmas season as opposed to peppered throughout Advent. Right. Yeah. And because most people took off for those days after Christmas, there were Christmas parties in the Christmas season because people were already off of work or they were traveling. And so they were a little more willing to get together because they were going to get COVID tested anyway or, <laughs> or they had just gotten their, their, their initial vaccines and all that. So people were a little more willing to like kind of gather in some groups um and then in advent because everybody's still going to school or or doing something with job related they they really couldn't go out of their bubble um and so advent was really and and true advent and because there were no parties to go to like for me personally that was my best spiritual advent because i had a lot of time like to really pray through the liturgy of the hours and the psalms of advent and I, I read a book on... You on read a book? Chris, I read a book. Oh, a real one? A real one. Not oh. an audio book. No. I actually read it. Wow. <laughs> but like I, I read a book on, on the incarnation. Um, and it was yeah, it was really it was written by one of my old pr- professors. It's actually a cool, cool title. He stole it from a... Po- we didn't steal it. He gives... You know, he does the bio- bibliography thing. Blah, 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 whatever that word is. Um, he knows what it is. Yeah. Uh, the, the title of the book is... Infinity dwindled to infancy. Wow, cool. Um, and he got that from a poem on on the incarnation. But, That's awesome. Um, it was cool. But anyway, like you know, it was able to really prepare. And like now, looking at you know, as a few months ago when we started Advent planning here at Ed's, and all you know, we're bringing back you know all of our you know all of our regular stuff of. You know, the Christmas Bazaar for the school, the St. Nicholas celebration, the Christmas tree sale, Christmas tree sale, poinsettias, and we're going to have you know, our staff Christmas party and you know, all those things and like trying to plan those, the Christmas show for the school and Wait, the pageant. I haven't, nobody told me about the Christmas party. Oh, no, you'll get, it's uh, invitations in the mail, don't I, worry. Okay. <laughs> this is awkward. But now I like, getting ready to plan these things, it's like, man, like there's, you know, there's a lot to do. And we're and doing new stuff. And we're doing new stuff. And I think it's a good transition now. What are What's one of the new things we're bringing in this year for Advent, Paul? Oh, man. I am so pumped about you may about or may not be planning. I'm so pumped about this. So I'm co-planning. I want to uh, shout out to Megan Sullivan. She, Ooh, Megan. Megan. Um, she, I'm sure she's a, a faithful listener of this podcast. Oh, she always listens. I'm sure she is. Yeah. Thanks, Megan. She probably listens as she like helps her to fall asleep at night. <laughs> that's <laughs> if she plays it for Saoirse, she falls asleep. Whatever we can do, that's that's you know mm-hmm. we're here for you guys. We're here to serve. That's it. So Megan and her husband Sean, they um, lead up the drama department or the drama program over at Ed's, and it's back this year, which is awesome. Ooh. And it just started. Um, they're doing rehearsals and things now. She is. Uh, she and Sean helped pre-COVID with the kind of live. 
action, nativity, reenactment of the kids. So during, on the Christmas vigil mass, kids in costume reenact the gospel as Father Dominic reads the gospel, the kids are there in costume, reenacting it live um, through the church and at the steps of the sanctuary. It's, it's really awesome. So Megan, when she came to the family fellowship thing down in the convent garden, was like, this space is incredible. I go, it is incredible. It's beautiful. beautiful. She goes, have you ever, because she's, she's a music teacher, she teaches my kids piano and voice, and she says, have you ever thought about doing, like, at night prayer service like a vespers or something i go well i just need someone who's good at music megan and she goes, i don't know where to find someone like that megan and so ah, you're learning how to hook I, them in i know i learned from the best <laughs> from the master and so megan's like oh i can do that paul i can do that and i was like great so yeah we put together it's a beautiful thing it's going to be focusing on the quiet again this idea of quiet it's going to be down in the convent garden we're going to have a fire pit going we're going to have slowly light the the advent wreath um each on sunday at dusk at 4 30 candles everywhere um luminarias it's going to be um quiet acapella chanting of certain like o come o come emmanuel the quintessential advent song um we'll chant the our father in the ancient, the, the Latin, the Pater Noster, in the, the classic chant setting. Um, we'll read a psalm, we'll sing a psalm, we'll read a gospel story that prepares us, looks toward the coming of Christ um, each Sunday, and just give some like long pregnant pauses of silence when you're outside sm- looking at the flickering candles, smelling the smoke, just really they're feeling the cold, and just as the darkness settles, just preparing every week to go forward in your Advent pilgrimage. And there will be a heat source there, right? There will be fire, a fire pit, and lots of little candles. And uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm so excited. So come, join us, 4.30 every Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Did we forget anything, Paul, on on Advent? Light, make an Advent wreath. There's nothing cooler than an Advent wreath. Do it in your home. Every week, and then- And your kids get to play with fire. Yeah. (laughs) Who doesn't like that? They don't get to play with fire. Well, you know, that's why I'm celibate. <laughs> One of many reasons. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Father Dominic. I'm Paul Maneric. And this is Ed Talks, where we help hope to inspire saints who inspire saints to build the kingdom of God. Amen. God bless you. Happy Advent. Happy Advent, guys. Mm-hmm.